the Pattern Podcast. Make left traffic, clear for the option. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Brad. And I'm Mark. And we are the In the Pattern Podcast. Alright, uh, welcome to a special edition Oshkosh quick cast, if you will, of the In the Pattern Podcast. I'm here, this is Chris, and John is with me. Unfortunately, none of our other podcast members are here at this time. But uh, we just wanted to throw this out real quick and uh, just kind of get you up to date of uh, what we've been through, what we've uh, uh, seen and experienced so far. Um, so I guess to start off, John got here, drove here from Maryland, uh, 1,637,000 miles away. And he got here Saturday morning, nice and early, got... Uh, Got an awesome camping spot for us. So he's been here. He was here Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and picked me up at the airport Wednesday when I rolled in at midnight in uh, Milwaukee um, to a nice wet and soggy Milwaukee, as a matter of fact. Um, so he picks me up at midnight. We make it back here to Camp Schaller at about 2 a.m. and uh, hit the sack to get up bright and early on uh, on Thursday morning. So... So that's kind of where we'll start off for now. Anything to add prior to that? Because I know not a lot of what you've been through or what you've done prior to picking me up. Uh, let's see here. The beginning of the week was uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday was very relaxing. Uh, just kind of hanging out with everybody, watching everybody come in. Um, I think when I rolled in at 11 o'clock on, on Saturday, there was, let's see here, a pop-up camper, uh, one like food tent, uh, another actual tent. Um, Mark, uh, Mark Klepper from Air Pigs, his baking grill, and uh, a bunch of stuff scattered about. Um, they were here, and, and uh, Marty was here uh, at Pilot to Be on Twitter. And then uh, progressively from there until sometime on Sunday, it turned into quite the camp. Uh, we had the My Transponder guys show up in, in the Home Sweet Road RV, uh, which is the My Transponder Mobile Studio. Uh, we had Rod Rakick show up and pitch a tent. Uh, David Allen showed up, pitched a tent. I pitched a tent. And um, eventually, uh, the crazy Australians from the Plain Crazy Down Under showed up with uh, David Vanderhoof and uh, pitched a 10-person tent, yeah. uh, which was the Tajma tent. <laughs> Uh, and they had no idea how to do it. It was hilarious. Oh, really? <laughs> um, we just bought this at Walmart. Um, we don't speak these uh, instructions. Uh, how does it work? Well, they actually had David, uh, I believe, buy just some random 10-person tent, brought it, and then they don't expect to take it home. Oh, so. okay. So they had David buy it for him and say, hey, will you pick, this, pick, pick us up a place to sleep while I'm here? And, uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, oh, there's a... F- uh, Quite the flyover going on right now. There's a, a group of, let's see, what is it? a group of four with with two other group of threes behind it. Uh, all all probably uh, World War II military planes. What it looks like. Um, a lot of them have their smoke on. It is. Chris is taking some pictures now, so we'll try to put those in, in some notes somewhere. 
Um, we've got a medium level group of planes, a low level group of planes, and uh, I'm not sure if you ever hear the sound of it, but it is quite amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds like some T6s. Uh, so now this guy is filled with smoke. <laughs> Smoke and jet fuel, yes. That was awesome. So back to uh, uh, Monday the show opened. Uh, it felt like I'd been here a week when the show opened. Um, I think I went walking around that, that morning and uh, just kind of went and saw a bunch of stuff. Um, took a lot of pictures. And um, let's see, the, oh, uh, the other thing I did was I went to the Sonax open house on um, Sunday. Oh, yeah, and that, that's your plane. If you're going to build something, that's your plane. Yes, that's my plane. Uh, it was kind of cool because there was probably, oh, 20, 30 Sonaxes that showed up. And um, I uh, uh, just really cool seeing, seeing 20, 30 Sonaxes there. Getting to see the 1X, um, which is their one-person um, plane. So um, that was my Sunday. Monday I walked around. Um, Watched some of the air show, uh, just usual Oshkosh stuff. Uh, Tuesday, man, I don't even, it's been so, I've been here so long, I don't even remember what I did. Uh, what did I do? Good question. I remember some people saying, where are you going when you were coming to pick me up? But that would have been later in the day, obviously. Well, that would have been Wednesday, and Wednesday it rained in the morning. Uh, oh, so you hung out in the tent, or, said, or in this uh, area at least. Uh, I hung out here for a while, and then I went... Um, uh, to watch the, U the live UCAP show on, on Wednesday at noon. And uh, after that, the rain kind of let up for long enough for me to go uh, check out Fifi, uh, which is sitting in uh, Kanoko Phillips Plaza, <laughs> formerly known as Aeroshell Square. And um, so I went and, went and saw that and went and checked out everything that, that had uh, kind of showed up the past few days that I had missed. Uh, there's KC-135, there's a couple helicopters, um, there was a, 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 I think a T6 somewhere. Um, whole bunch of stuff. I got a bunch of those pictures that I'll, I'll link to in the show notes of this episode too. There'll be no um, pictures. There will be no shortage of pictures. Uh, well, the other thing, you know, now I think about it that happened Tuesday was uh, the arrival of Fifi. Yeah. Um, and we went actually right on the hill over there. Oh, that's there's the, the, the hill over there, and uh, took some took some pictures of Fifi coming in doing a low pass. Um, then we got stuck on top of the hill because it was really steep, so, <laughs> uh, it was, extraction. yeah, pretty much, we were calling for air support, um, uh, man, so, that, that sums up most of the week that I can remember at the moment, trying to keep it quick, right, trying to keep it quick, uh, so Chris, this is your first Oshkosh, my first Oshkosh virgin, yes, I am, uh, I am uh, thoroughly impressed, and this, so I got here Wednesday, today is Friday. Friday. Uh, of course, uh, yesterday was really my first official day, and I don't think I've seen 10%, to be honest with you. Of course, we haven't been over the seaplane base. I'd love to go. I don't think we're going to go, though. There's just not quite enough time. Now what's flying over? Oh, here they come back. I will take more pictures. Okay, well, Chris is taking more pictures, another fly, we're coming back. Um... Man, there's uh, no shortage of airplanes in the sky while you're here. Let me 
tell you. Um, I can right now look and see a helicopter in one direction, a uh, humongous flyover in the other direction. Um, it's just, it's, it's, uh, I can see planes over the field doing circles. Uh, I can hear the bombs. They must be doing one of the, uh, Warbird demonstrations. It's, uh, impressive. Wow. They put on... There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. There's about 10 over there. We'll call that 30. I guess 40 airplanes. 40 airplanes. That doesn't count the helicopters or the uh, the, the guys that are doing circles Yeah. Uh, right now, low-level circles uh, for the people at the air show. So there is no shortage of aircraft, and I tell you what, for a two-and-a-half-hour air show every day, they do some amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen uh, an air show that puts this many airplanes in the, uh, in the airspace at one time. And uh, it's hard to concentrate to do this podcast when you got this going on, of course. So, so anyways, well, back to so so Thursday, Thursday morning, Thursday morning, we get up. We have like at least three hours of sleep, so we're ready to go, more or less. Um, and uh, I wake up, and you know, here's all these people I follow on Twitter and that follow me back and so forth. And I start introducing myself, and hey, you know, everything's cool. Um, so it's really, really good to meet. A lot of these people that we chit-chat back and forth on Twitter about, uh, to each other. Um, John gets up, and they're, they're blowing up more stuff over there. Um, that was a pause. There's a couple jets yeah. with smoke on. Kind of like chasing each other or something. Doing, I mean, he's got to be banked it. He did a, he did a pull up. 110 degrees? <laughs> Pull up, turn to the right, uh, still pulling, come back to the left, uh, 180 degrees now, I don't know, it's just too much. So anyways, we start just go checking it out, and we have no we had no plan, um, the OSH planner, and the schedule that you can use, it's just, honestly, I ain't got time to check, it was just, your eyes are just, you know, wanting to take you one direction, your legs wanting to take you another, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a little overwhelming, um, and to be honest with you, the airplanes and everything are really cool, but uh, for me, it's it's been a great experience of just meeting all you guys. And um, and look, look, who's this? Who's this? Someone else who's well, jealous about that microphone. We've got, we've oh, got, we've hey got guys. Grant, an Aussie. Hey, how you going, gentlemen? Good, good. We're doing a little quick cast here. Oh, cool, yeah, mate. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, That's yeah. good. Sorry, I didn't mean to intrude on oh, it. I'm just walking past, drooling over the microphone. Yeah, well, it's a it's a borrowed uh, sanitizer. Yeah. Oh, we've all been doing naughty things to that yeah. microphone. Yeah. I tell you, we've been drooling over it and everything. It's quite the torch. Oh, yeah. Man, so I, 40 plane flyover yeah. formation. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was 30. I counted 30. Did you? Yeah. I, well, I, it, here you go. Start counting again. Oh, no, not again. Mate, I am just... I am just blown away. Yeah, you've got, you got, say, 30, maybe 40 mentors, Trojans, and Harvards, yeah. right? Plus, meanwhile, you've got an F-86 and a collection of other jets, and a C-47, and a Lockheed 10, and everything like that, all blasting out. Here comes, oh, jeez, look at this. That's a, that's a uh, C-47, yeah. That was awesome. That works. 
I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> please be at exact calibrated altitude. Thank you very much. There's another. No, I'm pretty sure that's the Lockheed 10. This is very impressive, gentlemen. And they keep blowing stuff up. Oh, you got to have things blowing up. Yeah. Life's pretty boring if you're not blowing things up, according to most Americans. <laughs> and, and many Australians as well. <laughs> you're, you're not opposed to blowing something up. Ah, oh, well, you know, we'd rather have a beer first. <laughs> Here, hold my beer and watch this. So did you guys hear the Harrier? Yeah. We did, and we watched it uh, from here go up. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was pretty much yeah. out of fuel by the end. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So back to the uh, quick cast podcast. I'll leave you, Josh. Cast. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So, anyways, Thursday we just walked around a ton and saw a bunch of uh, you know cool static displays. Um, what anything before we went to the air show? We we just basically made it from the Cessna 10 at the main gate to the um, flight line. Yeah. Yep, yep. And that was about as far as we made it yesterday. We spent the whole day. Uh, we stopped by at one to um, see see Steve Tupper, Stephen Force uh, do okay. his acro camp yeah. thing. But other than that, we watched the air show, and then we got uh, completely soaked to the bone. It was uh, it just started coming down like cats and dogs, and it, it didn't last long. But uh, I made a, a bad decision. We were undercover, just fine, and. And I said, you know, let's just go. I'm, I'm already a little bit wet. You know, either this thing's going to last for an hour or it's going to last for a few minutes. Who knows? I, I didn't want to sit there for too long. So anyways, um, we just headed back to the camp. And, of course, by the time we get to the camp, it stops raining. And But it's too late. Shoes are squishy. Shirt is completely soaked. And what are we supposed to be doing five minutes after we get back to camp? Getting ready to go over to the mine transponder party and, and do a uh, potapalooza. That a lot of you tuned in yes. to listen to. So that was uh, that was interesting. As I'm there, like looking like a you know a wet dog, you know, just soaked in my clothes. Um, but the Potapalooza was a lot of fun. Uh, met a lot of great people. Um, it was a great party. It wasn't just Potapalooza, but it was the My Transponder party over at the Sennheiser booth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Checked out some uh, cool gear from Sennheiser. They make awesome stuff. They just won't stop flying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had the My Transponder Party and the Potapalooza at the, the Sennheiser. Um, and I, I guess while we're at it, we should send out a quick shout-out to uh, Sennheiser for providing this awesome freaking wireless mic that we're using right now. The quality of it is, uh, is amazing. Yeah. Um, I would love to buy one of these for, for air shows like this, but yeah, that's not going to happen. Um so Potapalooza was a little bit of a new format this year, and, and we'll try to post that audio. Talking I think. live in front of people. That was a little bit uh, interesting. They uh, broke it up into different categories, like if you uh, got a new rating within the last year, you know, come up and tell us about it. If uh, if you're this or if you're that, if you failed a check ride, like someone I know, come up here and talk about it. If uh, you're a new student pilot or just got your license within the last year, come up here and let's talk about it. If, uh, if you're a podcaster, you know, come up here and tell us about your podcast. So um, we all got up to, you know, do our sessions, and, uh, and um, it was a lot of fun. It was kind of interesting, a little question-and-answer session and so forth. Uh, Dave Allen kind of 
ran that deal along with uh, who else was up there? Uh, Ken, Bill, Will, yeah, um, Bill Williams. Uh, they they did a lot of the. Um, uh, they did a lot of the, the uh, audio and production and organizing. Organizing, that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Um, oh, and now we've got balsa models flying too. Okay, Rubber band. There is no shortage of planes here. Um, so that was last night. That was last night. Uh, today. Oh my gosh. Was the 787? The 787 Dreamliner. What a pretty airplane. Oh, it's gorgeous. It is so gorgeous with the just the shape of those wings. The wing design, like, says it all for me, you know. So they came in, uh, they did a, a low pass, and then came in and landed. Yeah. Uh, pulled it in, we kind of stood next to it the whole time, uh, trying to wait till we were going to get into it. I'm sure you'll see quite a few quite a few videos on YouTube of it landing. I didn't get one, unfortunately. It was we were we were hustling to get to some sort of position that would allow us some decent photographs and stuff, but we were running a little bit behind. It was supposed to land at like 10, 10.30, then it was like 9.30, then it was like, oh, it's going to land at like 9.08, uh, and so we were like, oh my gosh, it's 9 o'clock, let's go. Um, so we were hustling to get down there, and John and I saw it uh, on the outside of outside of Oshkosh, you know, starting to do a circle to get set up to land and so forth, and then we did catch the landing and watch that and I must say he did a, a fabulous job he got it stopped so, so short and on on the ground so fast I couldn't get a picture of it because it was so far down the runway you know we I thought yeah. I thought it was going to be a little bit closer to center just to maybe show off I don't know oh look what's that more planes well so they, they pull in uh, we ended up being able to get a, uh, a tour pretty early on of the uh the, the Dreamliner without having to wait in the ridiculous lines that I heard they have today. And uh, that was, was thanks to Mike Miley and my transponder really kind of hooking us up with um, uh, getting our names on the, on the media list to get on the Dreamliner. And I tell you what, the inside of that thing is crazy. Um, it was uh, Z001, so it was the first Dreamliner to fly, the, uh, the very first test airplane. And it will never be a production airplane. I mean, it will never be a customer airplane no never be never be sold to anybody um coolest thing i think is when you pull up and you look above the door and big letters experimental experimental yeah fits right in right second largest experimental it's been to oshkosh second to the a380 um definitely the largest here this year and um it's so the inside is all flight testing it's it's water ballast tanks and just racks and racks of computers and sensors and windows have sensors in them and all kinds of gear inside this thing um the water Water bath system is, is pretty interesting because not only does it provide uh, the the weight that would simulate or not simulate but you know count for you know uh, people and, and baggage, but they said they also can pump it to systems on the airplane that may be overheating in order to cool them down. So it has a dual purpose, which was really cool. Um, the windows are, are larger in this than most uh, other airliners, so so passengers with window seats will have a great view. Um, Typical seating configuration for coach would be like three, two, and three, or three, three, and three is even possible. So nine across is, is possible to give you an idea of, uh, of how wide it'll be. Um, what else? Oh, um, was that the captain or somebody else that pulled back the uh, insulation and showed the, I don't remember. Uh, one of the flight uh, crew pulled back it. I don't know who exactly yeah. it was, but pull back some of the uh, insulation inside to basically let us see the, the carbon fibers 
fuselage. Yeah. The fuselage. Yeah. So he goes, here's our, you know, plastic and carbon fiber airplane, you know. And then we were sitting there talking to, like, one of the flight engineers. And he was like, oh, that's really cool. And he pulls out a camera and starts snapping pictures, too. He's like, you don't see this very often, you know. So that was pretty cool. Um, and so, so yeah, we got, we mentioned we got to go up because it was part of the media thing. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I guess the last part of that was the, the cockpit. And, man... Right, there's some nice pieces of glass in there. Yeah, uh, all I have to say is, you know, good luck uh, Flight Sim trying to, you know, even come close to simulating the gear that's inside of this thing. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's a computer nerd's wet dream inside this thing, right? There's just all these huge, huge glass panels. Um, the touch touchscreen devices on the on the right hand and left hand side or left hand side for the captain, right hand side for the co-pilot uh, to control like the MFD and PFDs and so forth, right? Um, wow, it was just it was so pretty, you know, a brand new airplane, so you know uh, the inside looked all really nice. We got some good shots from like inside the airplane facing out uh, towards the crowd through the windows, which were kind of interesting. Um, pictures of all the gear, all the wiring inside, and so forth. Um, what else? Uh, oh, off of off of the tail, uh, there's a big uh, um, what's that line? Tail, cone. tail a tail yeah. cone, yeah. And it's just a, that they can use a winch to release out. I forget how many feet it goes. Fifty feet behind the plane. Right. So they release this cone that's on some sort of cable, and they can release it out to 150 feet behind the airplane, and I think it's used as a, uh, as a static or a, a static pressure um, sensor to see if their gauges inside are kind of um, measuring the same type of air pressure, uh, static pressure, um, that that is, if I'm explaining that right, I might be way off. Um, so that was the 787, uh, got some good pics of that. And uh, a lot of pictures of that, actually. And what, after that, we just kind of headed back to camp over here and have have been uh, goofing off inside of uh, Mike Miley's uh, uh, RV all day and the air conditioning. It was, it was, hard, it was hard to leave, but uh, we're going to head back out now and go to Warbird Alley. Uh, yeah, if we can make it to Warbird Alley, and then we're going to watch the 77 departs. So yeah. uh, probably uh, we'll, we'll try to do this again tomorrow and talk about the 77 departure and uh, uh, some of the Warbirds and what you think about being over there. Yeah, I've been yeah. over there, but you still haven't. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, let me tell you. And tomorrow we're going to get up early, and uh, we're going to go flying helicopters. Yeah, flying we're do helicopters. The, the helicopter tour over the over the grounds. Yeah. So that ought to be fun. I've never ridden in a helicopter uh, in my life, so it'll be a, a great experience. And I and definitely will have, yeah, John neither, so I'm going to definitely get some good uh, video and pictures of that. So is that going to wrap it up? I think that'll wrap it up. All right. So until uh, tomorrow, we'll throw it. we're going to get this uh, uh, quickly edited tonight and uh, up on uh, the podcast, and we'll tweet you about it. Uh, so look for the next one uh, the following day uh, for Saturday. And then we're taking off uh, Sunday morning, so that'll be it for us. Uh, So until next time, talk to you later. Bye.